listening to the Niagara Moon podcast, and I am Thomas Irwin. I had a very cool guest for this week, very nice guy from Brighton, England, Billy Joe. Uh, what's interesting about Billy Joe is he's a very proficient rock drummer, and at a very young age he was touring with a, uh, a band and doing gigs all over the place and kind of learned some rules of the road. But uh, on the other hand, he makes these very beautiful, soft, relaxing instrumental pieces, mainly on guitar, and uh, just really nice, pleasant, beautiful music, um, and very far from the rock world. So he's in this kind of interesting uh, in-between point. He's very prolific, and uh, he's doing quite well on Spotify. He has a very large listenership there. Um, it was interesting to, yeah, just get to know him. We, uh, we have a lot in common. I think we're probably about the same age, and um, he was just a really thoughtful guy. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? How are you? Do you go by uh, Billy Joe? Uh, yeah, Billy's fine, man. Billy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice to meet you. Sorry, it's a little nice dark you, in dude. here. I didn't realize. I'm going to... Hit an overhead light too. How goes it? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, just relaxing, you know. Most of the day, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, end of the day for you over there. Yeah, five o'clock. So I got my five o'clock beer. Awesome. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Billy. Thanks for for coming on for making time. Should no be worries, fun. dude. Yeah, I've never really done this before. Like the whole podcast. Thing. <laughs> never been so, on a, a podcast before no no i think i was on a, a radio station once with my old group but that was about it <laughs> okay yeah um yeah are you a a fan of any podcasts is that something you listen to yeah i listen to a few podcasts um yeah am i allowed to name them on, oh or? go ahead yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so, no i listen to quite a lot of you know fact ones like uh no such thing as a uh, a, a fish and how stuff works or, or stuff you should know sorry yeah yeah, yeah stuff, you should, stuff know. you should know one yeah, yeah they're yeah. quite cool yeah so you you like to learn i like to uh i'm either a comedy guy or interviews or there's one mm. about it's really long episodes about different historical events so i kind of you know i oh, cool. soak it all up and then i forget it the next day but it was fun while it lasted sort of thing <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know the feeling. There's so much information to take in. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how do you sort it out and and filter what's actually accurate and yeah, keep track of everything. It's <laughs> yeah. Internet's a busy place. Um, but you seem to uh, you seem to have your music out there pretty well. You seem to know your way around uh, Spotify and different platforms. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> just uh yeah just learning as i go yeah there's quite there's so much to it and it's changing all the time all the time so, yeah. so it's, it's just you've got to keep up with it and try and find new ways to promote and and market your stuff really i, I don't gig any of my any of my stuff i don't think i've ever gigged it so it's all down to online marketing and streaming 
Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to uh, someone like you or other people I've talked to where you really do start to build up uh, a genuine fan base and an audience online, and then you look around at your local scene still, and you're like, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> really paying attention here yet. I can, you know, so many other places I can reach people. I don't know. It's yeah. not like that for everybody, but <laughs> depends on where you are. No, yeah, some people seem to do do well on on all accounts i mean my my old group i was in um about like uh i mean it was years ago now but you know that was but that's got no streams on spotify it's just been sitting there for <laughs> for years but we gigged loads you know and mm. didn't do too badly on the on yeah. the circuit but <laughs> yeah it's a it's a whole different game and if you like uh traveling and if performing is the end all be all for you, it's still totally a valid uh, path. But so, so I'm kind of what was interesting about when I started um, reading about you is you, you seem to kind of have, or at least had a foot in two different worlds. Like you were a, a gigging rock drummer, and now you're doing these very <laughs> tender, soft, uh, like acoustic guitar compositions. What, what was uh, what's it like to kind of have had a foot in both worlds there? Oh, it's definitely. It's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, the rock stuff is great. I love it, you know, and I love drumming. I start. I started out a drummer. Yeah. That's why, like, rock, um, and I picked up guitar just to. Um, I think it was around like exam time when I was at school, mm. and I wanted, you know, a more tonal instrument, you know, like rather than the drums. I started. Can't really write them. a song on the drums, as they say. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. <laughs> But same, I have wrote, I have wrote a few tracks just from that. Like, I've come up with a cool groove, mm. and then I've been like, oh, okay, what can I do on guitar over this? So it has yeah, you can really start there. Me yeah, in, yeah, in that sense. But um, yeah, it's so I, I started doing that. I still love the rock stuff, like I said, and um, still try and get in bands. And I haven't gigged in a while, though, unfortunately. But. I just started doing the... Oh, you're, you're open to it again, joining a, a new band as a drummer? Oh, yeah. I've been jamming with a few people over the last few years, just, you know, no, nothing concrete, you know. Uh, I've got a new project, early, early days, going on nice. at the moment, which I'm hoping, fingers crossed. But it's with the band stuff, it's like herding sheep, you know. It's, <laughs> um... <laughs> That's a great way to put it, yeah. It's like it's hard enough to kind of account for yourself and uh, keep up the workflow just you, but then when you're really, you have to check in with two, three other people. I, exactly. I, I'm amazed anytime a, a band hits it big and they can all stay organized. It's like, what are the really, what a roll of the <laughs> dice then, there. I, uh, it's probably down to their manager a lot of the time, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> well, then you got you to have a good manager too. Just exactly. not as, always easy. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just finding the people a lot of the time, I think, that stuff. So that, and I'm quite, oh, yeah, people you click with. Exactly. And I'm, I'm quite fussy. So, <laughs> which is probably a good thing, but um, yeah. So fingers crossed, I've got something going mm. with that. Um, but yeah, the, the acoustic stuff. Um, that was just one day. I was just like, I was just bored. <laughs> one day, if I'm completely honest, I was just bored, and um, it was a nice sunny day. I went. Sat outside and all my early stuff, if you can call it early stuff, it was only like a year and yeah, a yeah. bit ago. But um, I, it was all like on my guitar, electric acoustic guitar with just a line in. So I just sat outside and just 
jammed on my guitar a bit and and wrote Evening Sky, which was the first one. Mm. And um, I, I thought, uh, screw it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, if there was something I'll, you enjoy and you out. felt like there was something to tap into there for that style yeah. of composition. Yeah, I thought oh, I'll, I'll stick it out there. I'll stretch myself as a as a musician, you know. Step away from the rock stuff, you know. I was still trying to find and new members, and but so yeah, it's definitely a complete step away from what <laughs> what I was used well, to. Well, you started with. out with yeah, but uh, an interesting turn. Um, yeah, and where so you're in England? Where are where are you based exactly? Uh, just outside of Brighton. Okay, that's, that's like south. on the southern coast or something. Yes, yeah, right next to the beach. It's really lovely here. If you ever, um, I'd, I'd recommend it to anyone mm. who who's coming to the UK. You know, skip London, <laughs> come, come 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 to Brighton. It's um, yeah, it's, it's loads. It's a really cool scene. Mm. Um, and uh, you're right next to the beach, I and mean, you're only ten minutes away from the countryside as well. So, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a cool. cool place to be. <laughs> wow. So are you with the guitar? Are you, um, self-taught? Yeah. Um, wow. I'm pretty much completely self-taught. I never have guessed. Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> it's kind of you to say, um, yeah, I just, I, I had a couple lessons at school, but you know, there's kind of like, 20 minute lessons you do because you want to get out of lessons <laughs> the normal lessons so and I did that for a, maybe a term or half a term but you know I wasn't I, I preferred sort of teach I think I just wanted to learn like the riffs mm. <laughs> of like, the, like Metallica yeah. and stuff like that you know and right, so right. I just ended up just doing it myself and yeah they didn't last too long I mean I just just go on like a tab site and just learn from that or like guitar pro i think i used to use a lot <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah. it's more kind of like uh i mean you already obviously as a drummer you're always in demand and people are looking for you and want to want to play with you but the the guitaring guitaring is not a verb the uh <laughs> the guitar thing was uh, more of a solo venture for you kind of a more of a solo pursuit yeah it just I just, if I'm honest, I just wanted to learn, like, at the time I was, you know, uh, 13, 14 when I picked it up. I just, yeah, yeah. like I said, I just wanted to learn some Metallica riffs, you know, just, <laughs> just yeah. wanted to, just to rock channel out. that, that energy, those guys. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're Zeppelin and Cream and all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. But, I mean, uh, when I was younger, I used to listen, uh, listen to a lot. Of like Slipknot though as well. Oh, like, really, <laughs> really heavy, heavy stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I've kind of gone more to the kind of rock and blues kind of vibe. So um, that's what I do now. But I, I think that does kind of influence my sound a bit because I didn't grow up like listening to like, the same stuff I'm playing at the moment. Yeah. So it kind of, in a way, influences it a little bit just because. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. Um, so what? Uh, so now, like, um, in terms of your music making and that whole 
kind of side of your life. What what does a typical week look like for you? What what sort of stuff keeps you busy? Well, the last the last couple of weeks, I was, um, I've just literally been writing. I'm working on that. Okay, on so you go into like writing mode, like you uh, you yeah, really focus on it. Uh, it will be it will come in bursts. So I have a bit of like um, yeah, writer's block. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I have. So yeah, you have periods of writer's block. Yeah, writer's block, and then I'll have a period where I'll just, just really get it going. Yeah, you know, all the ideas are just coming to you rapid fire. Yeah, I feel I feel like that has something to do with the change of seasons. I don't know what the climate's like over in Brighton, but it's like any any time things are dramatically changing (laughs) around me in terms of weather and just, of course, New England, we get tons of snow and stuff. I feel like that's a time where it starts turning some gears. That's like a yeah, big uh, about, pr- creative time for me. To, I was about to say it's quite cold here, but I suppose where you are, it's even colder, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're near the beach, so that kind of mellows things out a little bit, i got to imagine. I think growing up near the beach actually has influenced my sound. Really? Just, yeah, it's just, it's, like I said, Brighton's a, a really cool place. You know, it's a really chilled vibe. And you know, and then I went, I went traveling for a bit as well. I think that influenced a lot where my sound comes from, you know, just that kind of whole chilled mm. vibe, you know, going around for three and a half months around the world, wow. you know, learned, learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, there is a, um, there's definitely an openness and uh, it is relaxing, but still uh, like mentally stimulating, if that makes any sense. It's not, mm. might be good music for like a lazy day, but the music itself is, I wouldn't say it's lazy or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, saying that, I don't know if I'm allowed to plug, but I've got a no, go ahead. <laughs> a, a new what, a new what we're here track for. Called, yeah. Called called Lazy Days. <laughs> lazy Days. One second. Coming out on the seventeenth. So seventeenth of December. Okay, so yes. that'll be uh, that'll be pretty soon after this comes out. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't create for a while. You won't be writing, but then you'll just kind of like hole up in your your studio and and go for it sort of thing yeah well you use, use the term studio loosely but your, your, your bedroom music yeah. making station that we all have yeah. yeah yeah so i'll just yeah i'll get a lot done and then i think i didn't write for like um, two and a half weeks to a month recently and then i suddenly wrote like six or seven songs within a week wow. <laughs> and, them. So, and then I just sort of schedule them you know like, so I think a lot of it is where I had a few tracks which were hanging over my head a bit if you know what I mean mm. yeah you're like how like, do I wrap these up I, these are kind yeah of, yeah and once that's not wrapped up like I, I, I feel like I can't get on with the next thing I, I have the exact yeah. same thing yeah <laughs> you don't want to juggle too many balls in the air you feel like the you know the songs start like blending into each other or something or exactly. lose track of which is which. Exactly. And if you, oh, I, I got stuck. I basically got, you know, with this particular occasion, it got stuck on a track, mm. you know, I was like, it needs, I feel like it needs more. But at the same time I was like, maybe it doesn't. Mm. <laughs> that's the one coming out on the 17th. Um, okay. <laughs> so in the end I was just like, I'll just, I'll just put it out. And, uh, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah a, a song is never especially instrumental music i feel like opens up a whole another can of worms but uh, a song is never done is it there's always no. like well i could have done this thing with it or added this component or 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the greatest at mixing either yeah. and mastering. So that takes that takes a, a while, and I dread it. <laughs> so you do your yeah. own mastering, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> if you can call it that. Do you get I, I, wow? Because kind of my uh, my my spiel that I always say on here is, if like there's any musicians listening, is if you want to take on mixing yourself, great. There's a way to do that, and you can learn the craft or whatever. Mastering is like, you know, you can only get so far mm. not being a professional mastering engineer because it's its whole oh, yeah. other devoted, yeah, um, career basically. So. And I, I, people should never put too much pressure on themselves if they're trying to master their own stuff, I feel like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would never have guessed that you're mostly uh, yeah, self-mixed, self-produced. Like your stuff definitely has a nice sheen to it. Oh, thanks, man. I like to think I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, <laughs> most, I, most home studio musicians are, I would imagine. <laughs> I'll have like, I'm sure everyone does this, you know, I think I've even seen memes about it, you know, but I'll have like final mix one, oh, yeah, final yeah. mix two, final, final, final mix. Yeah, final and mix. like crap, I hate my life, crap, yeah, I hate my life, yeah. final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a long process. Like I enjoy the writing side and the recording side, but then it comes to like the mixing and like the mastering, you know, inverted commas. Uh, mm. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. I'll, like, I'll dread it and procrastinate and <laughs> start writing another track and then that's... Oh, yeah, on. yeah, and then it builds up. <laughs> yeah, my for my... Because um, I do two things now. I do the, the piano music and then I still do my singer-songwriter stuff. Singer-songwriter stuff, I'm so... There's so many, like, elements going on and I'm so particular. It's mm -hmm. like, I, ha I got my guy. I hire a guy. And then my own stuff, if I'm finishing it up, I'll, I'll literally, like, plan it for a day where I don't have a lot of time. Like, I just have a lot... Of, else going on so I'm like half an hour uh get the levels this way all right uh master with ozone like get it out like I, I purposely yeah. make don't allow myself to overthink it too much I'll like yeah I try and do but I, I recently second guess myself I recently got ozone myself as well finally <laughs> but, yeah, yeah anybody can be their own mastering engineer with <laughs> yeah. isotope ozone I should get I mean, uh sponsored by them <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should try um yeah, uh, I, I would say like uh, yeah, the band stuff and everything else. Like my my instrument instru instrumental stuff, the solo stuff, I'll do them all myself. But mm. band stuff, I'll I'll pay through the roof and go to a nice studio yeah, and do yeah. it professionally. Yeah, because I just I just think, like you say, if you haven't um, if you haven't had that, you know, haven't learned how to master properly, yeah. then. Uh, it just doesn't. It's not going to sound good in a full band situation, you know. Yeah. I've done a few, a few live things and demos myself before with things here and there, but it's, it's it's never as good, you know, unless you've had a course. I mean, I'm tempted to do a course myself. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, if yeah. you're if you're inspired, it's it's always good to pick up. But drums, it's like I think drummers can appreciate a good studio the most because it's like. Mm. There's so many parts of the kit and so many different ways to record it with so many different kinds of microphones. And it's like, I think recording drums is what keeps a lot of professional studios hanging on because it is really not something you can replicate yourself except, you know, with a, a certain amount of knowledge and gear and like a certain kind of room. You can sort of start to approximate it if you're going for lo-fi sound, but that's where it's like, you can immediately tell the difference. 
Yeah, so definitely. you've had uh, a chance to record in some big studios and stuff? Um, I recorded in quite a nice studio for, for my old band stuff, yeah. Um, with a, a really good producer. Um, just, uh, but, um, so what were, yeah, what were you called? What, what's that, uh, is that still <laughs> up there on the web? Yeah, um, it was very glam. Um, <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was called Beggar's Fix. Beggar's Fix. Yeah, we had a, a Z on beggars and two X's on on fix. Wow, is this like <laughs> glam rock? Uh, yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was good fun. I mean, all the guys in that band were all over me, and it was a good introduction to um, that kind of like, the gigging and stuff. Because I joined that band when I was um, uh, seventeen, uh, uh, up until I was about twenty. I was wow, in that band. so that must have been fun. It was, it was very spinal tap, though. Very, very <laughs> spinal tap. <laughs> I mean, I think our last gig we ever played was at the launch night of our EP. So, yeah. Ah. yeah. It was very, very, um, it, it could have been a comedy. Um, <laughs> but it's good fun, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad, you know, I did it. And, what, what, know. what were some of the, uh, like, the biggest takeaways you had from that, that three years, kind of going into... Uh you know, viewing music as a career or a serious pursuit? What what were like kind of some lessons you learned th through that time? Be professional. Don't get yeah. too drunk before you play. <laughs> <laughs> rule, rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be reliable, communicate with people well, that, that, yeah. bi that yeah. basic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you think a lot of people in the, in the scene and in, in England and stuff, do they still take the, those ideas for granted or uh, there's still some, overly large egos out there or? i think definitely definitely in the scene i was in in that uh, at that time um there was definitely a few large personalities <laughs> um but i don't know i think everyone may you know i mean i was young myself when i was in that band i think when you're in a band you're like yeah cool rock and roll you know like <laughs> yeah it's like you're on a treadmill yeah and it's just you know but then you realize, you know, that actually, you know, be professional, be nice, you know, be nice to the sound guy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. If you treat a sound guy well, and if he's paying attention, he will reward you. <laughs> yeah. With, with a good sounding show. Yeah. Shout out to any sound guy out there. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so, uh, are you pretty much in a position where you're doing music or music related stuff full time or still finding a balance or how's that? It's finding a, finding a balance. Yeah. Um, yeah, doing a bit of part-time work here and there. Um, and, uh, I still live with my, uh, my, my parents. Right. That's <laughs> fiscally responsible of you. <laughs> at, at this time. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, uh, Hopefully not for too much longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's going well, but uh, it's it's a tricky one, especially with streaming. It's quite uh, a, a friend of mine described it as mm -hmm. a volatile income. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's like a Spotify going to be a company in a year from now? Or are they going to be bought by somebody <laughs> else and then they totally change their structure and? But it's there's always going to be an audience, and then there's always going to be some way to connect with them and 
you know, gets gets some sort of reward or payback for entertaining them or satisfying them. So you always just kind of weave through the uh, the digital landscape. Yeah, sort of exactly. finding out what works. It's, it all comes down, I think, to to marketing, and you know, I, I think I'm very lucky in the sense that one of my playlists is doing quite well at the moment. Mm, so you you make your own playlists on Spotify. I make, make my own playlists, yeah, yeah. Um, and just stick. I'm, I'm quite I'm, I'm quite fussy with the music I stick in. Oh, that's good. I, I think, think listeners I think appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and one of them's doing quite well, which is fortunate. So, you know, I'll uh, be able to release my tracks mm. through my own playlists as well, you know. Very so, nice. Which is good. Um, I think, but to be honest, I think everyone should use that model, especially with this sort of music, because um, playlists of a new radio, I think. Mm. It's it where people are going to hear music. Like they're ready to hear music that they're not familiar with and they don't really do that anywhere else so much. Exactly. I don't know how different it is in America. Um, I know when when I I traveled across America, you guys have loads and loads and loads of stations to choose from. They're all the same, except college (laughs) radio. Oh. <laughs> that's or at least in my experience i don't know maybe you found something um, but in the uk there's yeah. you know maybe six or seven big radio stations really Is that all under uh, bbc yeah all right, so then, it's it's small but you got some quality in there for sure yeah definitely but um i think a lot of it is unfortunately dying out a bit because of streaming so because of that i think the playlists are definitely becoming the new radio the new like i i will rarely listen to radio anymore i listen to like planet rock a bit (laughs) and then um on the the digital side of it and then uh, i'll go on i'll go on spotify and i'll just find a random playlist and be like oh that's cool that's 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 funky you know and <laughs> yeah spotify and, and platforms like that just feel so much more kind of on the pulse of new music and what's going on now because radio has a lot of it's kind of more the old guard and there's a lot of dogma with it except if you're dealing with a college radio station but they're only going to have you know so much influence mm. in the area around them signal exactly. strength and all that uh, the amount of times i've just listened to like spotify and then gone out and just bought a new album you know yeah uh, they become like, my favorite band like <laughs> yeah <laughs> spotify's a first point of contact for yeah, yeah for fans i think music. it's a I, I think it's a fantastic platform to be honest you know yeah so but it's just so good for finding new music it's great you know i you don't have to rely on radio that's that's yeah yeah, and all the, the yeah, kind of the weird structure of that. When you're creating music yourself, are you letting yourself kind of be influenced by other artists you admire, or what's your? Part of me is just picturing you just like sitting out, sitting down with a guitar. You just jam and not pay too much attention to what you're doing, and then lo and behold, like a song will just kind of come to you. Or yeah, I, I, I that's pretty much it. I do, I do that, or um. I'll start recording and play kind of thing and then and adapt from there. But I think every you take influence like directly or indirectly from what you're listening to. 
at the moment, you know. And, you know, I, I think I'm listening to a lot of um, kind of country soul rock, you know. Ah, the, the old ever, 70s stuff or? Uh, more, have you heard of like the Marcus King band and Tedeschi Trucks band and? Think the only, if we're talking country, I think the only contemporary guy I'm gonna be familiar with is Sturgill Simpson. Do you know? Oh, him? I don't. I don't know. It's not. It's not like I don't mean like kind of true country stuff. It's more like um, has it's it, got elements. elements yeah, it's got a, the the twang and yeah, a little yeah, of it, yeah. But then also the kind of rock and soul and funk vibes as mm. well. They're really cool bands. I suggest like everyone to listen to them, and they've all. With all of his insane guitarists, you know, mm. so um, that's <laughs> yeah, a real like, kind of I hub think... for virtuosic uh playing, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that, and then the blues stuff I listen to, and whatnot, like Gary Clark Jr. and stuff like that, mm. you know, um, I think that will come into my playing, you know, at the moment, but then you know, I, I'll, I'll also listen to a lot recently. I didn't before I started, but then once I started, I listened to a lot of stuff, which was um, the same, same sort of stuff as stuff I play. And, you know, you, you will then it again indirectly, I think, you know, take influence from, from those around you as well, you know, and I think that all adapts your sound. Yeah. And it's always kind of growing, right? Your, your tastes kind of will shift slightly over time and, Exactly. I mean, I, I I can with with the stuff I'm writing now compared to the stuff I was writing a year ago. Even I can see really? a change in in my playing and and my influence. Wow. Yeah, and that's kind of exciting to uh, to guess where it goes from here, right? Like when you, <laughs> yeah. you get new ideas or things you want to tackle. And exactly. I always like to be in a place where uh, you don't know how you're going to do what you want to do and you kind of don't really have the confidence that you'll accomplish it but you just kind of go for it anyway and you end up with something really surprising it's kind yeah of nice I, to be I mean I mean like one of my tracks um serenity I just I wrote and recorded in a day ah. and just just because I just sat down at the start of the day you know well not the start of the day you know the, the middle of the day and just um on a nice sunny summer's day and just had a few beers and that was the end result. It's like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I wasn't actually going to release that one, but then I think, again, I had writer's block at one point and just listened to it again and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, tidy it up a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's got some potential. So, yeah, you never know where you're going to get your influence from. Uh, I always think, you know, you've got to try and be as open-minded as you can. Obviously, everyone's going to have something they like and something they don't like, but I always sort of say you never know when you, yeah. who or when you're going to be, you're going to get influenced. You really don't, by. yeah. And it's interesting the things that kind of come into your life and sneak, it sort of sneaks up on you, like, oh, that actually, mm -hmm. this particular song or this style that I heard really, yeah, kind of, made its way into my head um yeah definitely cool. i learned very quickly when i went to um music school <laughs> that uh you, you you're not gonna survive if you're close-minded <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah both in in create creative 
little bit creativity and in business too. It's like, cause yeah. as you said, everything's changing all the time and mm. yeah. Um, makes, makes you very resourceful for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very, I feel like once you, as an artist, if you get through like 10 songs, say you put a first album out there beyond mm. that, at least in my own case, I have to be really conscious not to just fall into the same kind of creative patterns or like structures when I'm making a new song. It's like you, mm. you right, pretty quickly, you become very conscious of what your like immediate tendencies are and you can either repeat yourself all, all the time or you can, like you said, be uh, a lot more open-minded and mindful of, yeah. of what you're doing. I do have to catch myself sometimes though when I'm writing because you do, like you say, get into these repetitive habits a bit when you're writing and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And I'm like, hang on, I wrote that, that a few months ago already. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I have this dilemma in my head where I'm like, um, shall I rip myself off? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're aware of it and you do it in in a in a clever way or something, it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a trademark either. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I normally I normally go for uh, no, I try and force myself like not to not to be lazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, but it's it's hard. It's it's hard not to, um, not to accidentally rip yourself off. I'm sure I done it if i listen through to my track through my tracks now i'm, I'm sure oh you know those patterns or whatever yeah i'll be like oh hang on what's <laughs> you know yeah, what can you do yeah <laughs> um so you got uh that was lazy days coming up december 17th december 17th yeah and then uh what do you got in store for 2020 um i have a piano release with um Ian Wong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh, come uh, into contact with him. Yeah, for anybody listening, Ian Wong is a great uh, neoclassical piano uh, composer and doing quite well on, on Spotify and the like. I think he's like over in Canada or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did a collaboration with him, Beautiful Stillness, mm. um, in, the, in the summer. And then since then, he's just done a few piano renditions of few of my tracks which oh is cool. wow that's yeah, the ultimate so compliment huh <laughs> yes and then i've released them uh i've released them and uh just uh yeah it, it, i've got another one coming out it's a piano version of my track um springtime serenade <laughs> i don't think about that um because the last one was sunset stroll it's mm. uh too many s's <laughs> um yeah, so that's coming out on a month, directly a month after. I'm pretty wow. sure. I think so you, it's, you release uh, new songs on like a monthly basis. Sounds like I try and keep active. I think it's important to stay yeah. active, but not to oversaturate. Mm. Yeah, finding that balance. Mm. So I'd scheduled a late like, release, and then like, I'm. I'm I've scheduled my ones for the year now. Lazy Days is the last one <laughs> of the year. And then uh, I think I'm going to kick off uh, 2020 with the piano mm. track. And uh, and then I've also got other stuff I'm writing at the moment and collaborating at the moment, which if you look at my page, I'm sure you'll, you'll find them there. Yeah, so where <laughs> uh, people want to really uh, check out your work online, where, where do you suggest uh, people go? I have... 
the Facebook page, um, Billy Joe Drums. Billy Joe Drums, uh, okay. Yeah, it's but um, I'm more active on Instagram. And that's Billy Joe to Drums active. too. That's Billy Joe Drums too. I was going to change it to Billy Joe Music, but <laughs> I did a few drum videos before I did the um, before I did the uh, guitar stuff, and uh, I uh, maybe stupidly put my handles in the actual video. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now like, it's, it's got a ring to it. Maybe Billy Joe underscore drums, actually. I'm not sure. Try try either one. Either one, yeah. <laughs> or I'll, I'll, yeah, probably, I'll post uh, links in the show notes for sure. Very cool. And then obviously on Spotify, and you're under uh, Billy Joe there with a, a hyphen. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and you make playlists. We can find those on your... Your, your uh, Spotify homepage? Yeah, uh, they should be all my artist pick. <laughs> all right, Billy, this is great. I was glad we could make this happen. Awesome. I hope I haven't been too boring. <laughs> oh, come on. That's that uh, British self-deprecating humor. It but... is. <laughs> all right, that was Billy Joe. Man, that guy is, is humble, isn't he? But, again, super talented, and I'm, I'm very excited to see where things go from here for him. Um, really glad we got to, uh, to get in contact and uh, I thought that was a pretty fun episode. So we're going to, uh, cap things off with a, uh, very recent release of his released with Saunderhouse, an excellent, uh, organization in New York state. Uh, this track is called time. Mm-hmm. 